Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Red Rooster. New spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. It's Saturday lunchtime. Which means it's crunch time on SEN. Yes, good afternoon. A very, very special edition of Crunch Time thanks to the delicious, crunchy new fried chicken by Red Rooster. Available at selected restaurants. The Rooster's calling... And the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. We welcome our listeners across the SEN network. Those on 10.53am SEN Track Brisbane, 16.20 SEN the Gold Coast, uh, 11.70 SEN in Sydney, as well as the listeners on the SEN app and the SEN podcast. Uh, You can download those, of course, via the SEN app. I welcome our esteemed guests today. I feel like I'm in the actor's studio. Andy (laughs) Ryan, firstly, welcome to your first touch. Thank you very much for having us on. Good to be here. And the great man, uh, Juan Del Potro. <laughs> Brendan Cowell, how are you, mate? I think you're referring to my elaborate headdress this yes, morning. I've yes. got a bit of a bandana going on. It's just one of those things, because the season at the moment, it's hot and cold at once. This thing on my head can just, you know, can warm me up. It can yeah. be fashion. Look a little bit beach volleyball, mate. Um, going really well. Started publicising the book this week, so... I'm basically the new Spud Carroll, really. I'm just going around town. Oh. Um, so I've been doing some interviews and, um, yeah, had a great week. And, uh, yeah, a bit sad about my Sharkies last night. Yeah. Um, but, geez, I tell you what, the Melbourne Storm are very good at rugby league, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And just watching them last night, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. You guys are good. Even their B team is amazing, um, amazing yeah. aren't they? Um, so hopefully um, the Sharks can still... Bradbury our way in there with the Titans minus 11. Um, but, yeah, feeling good. i tell you what, Andy, this will be one of the great achievements in rugby league history where the Sharks could make the finals in consecutive years, having in two years only beaten one top eight side who had their origin stars out, being the Panthers. How can you make the finals two years in a row and in that whole period – Never once beating a full-strength top eight side. It's remarkable. Three words for you. Up, up, Cronulla. <laughs> <laughs> it's remarkable, isn't it? How many sharks have? How many wins have the Sharks had? Ten out of 25. Ten. And how many, <laughs> how many wins have the Storm had? 21, is it? Yeah, something That's like that. not fair. No. You're not allowed to stand on the same podium as the Storm, surely. I no. know. I feel like if and when we do make the finals, there'll be that photo shoot. Yeah, and you'll have you know Nathan Cleary and and what Cameron Munster or, um, you know, and then you'll have Cody Walker turning yeah. up, and then, then lastly, little Sharks guy coming <laughs> in. Hey guys, and you're like, what are you doing here? Yeah, you, you won ten games, you idiot. Yeah, I'll just stand up the back. Yeah, <laughs> and in the photo, they always put those teams right on the edge, don't they? Yeah. So, they, so yeah. for next next they week's do. cover, we can just cop those yeah, out. Yeah, cop yeah. them out. You should be there with a plate of snacks or something, really. Yeah. You shouldn't be going, yeah. can I help you? Anyone need a massage? Thanks for having us for the week, boys, but we can't yeah. stay long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh. look, we'll take it. 
Yeah, you know what right. I mean? We'll take it. And then I, I only have to remind you, you know, just to kick off the show, we didn't win the competition in 2016. So yeah. when you're a premiership side, Andy, um, there's this essence that drips over yeah. in the years following as your window continues to be open. And I think that's just what happens. The Sharks, we're just a top eight side. As Ricky said last night, Raiders are a top eight side who finished in the bottom eight. The Sharks are a top eight side that are now competing with the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> to make the top eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I said this with the boys, it's absolutely fascinating. Naomi Osaka has been beaten, by the way. So yeah. uh, that is huge yeah, news yeah. in the US Open. Uh, she she's set too, she? had a very tough uh, six months or so, Naomi Osaka. So she's been bombed out of the US Open. Um, and shockingly, Nick Kyrgios didn't win the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> I, was, was I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> but did us proud. Did us proud. Didn't he? Very Aussie. You know, people. all people want is consistency. And he, right. and he oh, is he's that. consistent. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Now, Andy, we need to really um, uh, introduce Andy to our rugby league listeners here, Brendan. I yeah. think you would be the man here to interview our man, esteemed actor Andy Ryan. Yeah, well, Andy's not only um, a great mate of mine, but uh, a very proud Queenslander. And uh, I've got to know Andy over over the last couple of decades. You probably know him from the NXS telemovie, uh, Love Child, Tomorrow Where the War Began. Um, but what I really uh, know him as the guy that is um, constantly wearing maroon clothing. <laughs> yes. Um, we've never watched a State of Origin game together. Because there's a bit of a boundary between we, us. There's yeah. a boundary there because yeah. we want to keep our friendship alive. Yeah, yeah. Understand. Um, and we've discussed it, but yeah. we've never gone through with it. Yeah. And that's why we're still here. And today we're doing radio together for the first time. And that's probably because we never have watched a State of Origin game. Yeah. But he probably is the most, you know, but as you explain it, that, that everyone's like, um, you are in Queensland. Do you want to talk us through your well, passion you, and where yeah, it came you from? Say, you say I'm the most passionate Queenslander that you've ever met. Yeah. Is that fair? But, I'll, I'll say that. But but it, to me, it's just like that's what you are in yeah. Queensland. Like I'm normal in Queensland. Yes. If anything, I've probably pulled it back a little bit. Have you now? Yeah. So I, I in Queensland, it's just a different nature of the beast. And I think that's why you're talking about the nature of a premiership winning side. Yeah. When you're an 11 out of 12 year winning side, that's oh. what passion means. Do you know what I mean? We're eight in a row. You don't know what that feels like, Brendan. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. Can I just ask yeah. one thing? Like, why, why, Andy, are you and I in Studio A here and there's heaps of room for another person? And yeah. why are you talking to us via Studio B? Why can't you come into yeah. Studio A with us, Brendan? Well, it's just it's the current times. It's Ebola. It's COVID. Yeah. It's Y2K. It's New South Wales. It's, it's New Queensland. South Wales and Queensland. Isn't yeah. it? And I'm feeling it alive and well. But I don't know if you guys watched this year's series. Um, because New South Wales won the first two games, should have won the third game, really, yep. shouldn't we? Um, but we didn't know. And and next year, geez, how are you feeling about next year? In all seriousness, I'm really confident. I th I think we've got a great shot. I I think if we can take away some of the biased New South Wales commentary mm. that we always hear, like in the lead up to for, no game one. Everyone said the fix was in and we were yeah. playing mind games. Yes. And we got absolutely slaughtered. And the coach came out and said, no, I wasn't lying. <laughs> we were stuffed. Yeah. And the school board re represented that. Did somebody have a, a mystery illness again, though? 
Yeah, no, it wasn't a mystery. It was an actual illness. Yeah, but that's the boy that cried wolf story, Andy. It's like if you're yeah. going to lie about illnesses for two decades, yes. you can't suddenly have We've a real lied. one. No We've one's going to believe lied. you. We've never lied. We just like to bend the truth a little bit. Um, towards whatever. Only, only que- like you started bringing it on last night with the Melbourne Storm ca- chat, which is the fourth oh. Queensland side. Yeah, right. you started saying that they were going the flop. They don't go the flop. Like we're, they were sponsored by Spinalese Pillows here at Sen. <laughs> you should have seventeen purple pillows out there for the Storm side because they lie in a tackle for half. They might as well have a yeah. small nap. <laughs> but and I mean, even Dan Ganane said, "Well, that's got to be close to a six again. That's got to be close to a six again." Yeah. He would have said that a number of times. And he's incredibly biased. Cameron Smith might be gone, right? But the Storm are still continuing with having a, a siesta. Mm. on the opposition player with the ball. Like and then you started questioning that Smith and uh, Grant can't fit under the I've never cap. questioned that. You started questioning it last night. Well, I, I question how they can have so many good players. I question everything with a storm because I immensely dislike them. But, <laughs> it, it, but that's one of the great rivalries in the NRL, you know, is the storm and, and Cronulla. They yeah. hate each other. Yes. And, and even last night, you could see that we ruffle them. And we, we always have, you know what I mean? And we used to get in and agitate them and they didn't like us. Um, and they probably have, you know, won the, won the, the, the kind of arm wrestle more than, than often as they have with everybody. But I thought the Sharks put in a, a good, um, you know, shot at it last night. But it's funny with New South Wales, Queensland, I feel like, because I'm obsessed with the Sharks and I love Origin, whereas I think Queenslanders are more obsessed with Origin, plus they don't mind the Broncos. Okay, you know would, would I mean? you rather see Queensland win the Origin Series or the Broncos make the finals? Oh, Queensland win the Origin yeah. Series. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And even if, it, but I'm in the minority. If you gave me the choice between Queensland Origin win and a Broncos Premiership, I'd take the Origin win. Re- still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, but I, but no, I he's got problems. Mi- I'm, I'm in the minority there. So who's your favourite Bronco of all time? Oh, Alfie Langer. Alfie. Yeah, because he was small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty tiny as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be my favourite. So tell me this. So for people who don't know this about Andy, and I first met Andy, I think it was on the Gold Coast. It was a National Rugby League. People ask about... Does the rugby league do enough for welfare? And they do more than enough, like way more than any other industry. They, they do so much, and I know that Andy will second this, but Andy, you have played a, an important part for how long, you reckon, with the NRL, with your theatre sports? Yeah, I think coming on 10 years now. Wow. Yeah, it was a program that originally started with Nigel Vungadar and Andrew Ryan. That's right. Uh, which and that Paul Hepdenstall. Paul Hepdenstall. Tony from, McFadden, those sort of guys. Yeah, and they uh, and now it's gone on to Dean Hallitow. And, uh, yeah, it's just sort of grown into this thing that we never really expected. But... It was um, it was a theatre sports sort of uh, like the show. Thank God you're here. Yes. And we go into the club, and we thought it would be a lovely smoke screen to to provoke conversation around issues that perhaps the team wouldn't be talking about usually. Yes. Things like your ethical bystander responsibilities, respect for women, drugs, alcohol, gambling, all different types of topics that we we maybe struggle to get a group of men to talk about. Yes. And so we'd walk in, we'd do this scene. It was quite provocative. It was hopefully quite funny. And then all of a sudden there'd be this big discussion and we never really expected that response. And then it sort of grew from there. And um, it's it's... I reckon it's probably been my best acting gig oh, mate, I've I, ever had in my whole life. I watched it, Andy, and you yeah. were the main person in, in this particular one I saw. It was a rookie camp. Yeah. And I know you said that um, right, yeah, it was a rookie yeah, camp yeah. up on the Gold Coast. Yeah. So all the young kids, 20-year-olds coming mm. through, and, mate, geez, you were good. And, 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 and you took us so much into the moment where you felt like 
you know, one bloke had had a few too many, maybe was betting too much, maybe mm. was saying the wrong things to the wrong people, and the consequences that come from that, it was massive, and to the point where I've spoken to some business without even really knowing you, Andy, saying you should get these guys mm. in. It's COVID at the moment, which doesn't make it ideal for that. Uh, but but when the world returns to normal, I, I couldn't um, encourage or endorse what you guys do enough with any business because mm. same rules apply in many ways, don't they? Yeah, they do. They they really do. Thanks for that. I, we should get that Ching thing in again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Ian Roberts is part of that, isn't Ian he? Ian Roberts is great. And, and he came in late to the show and he... Because there's over 500 men in the NRL and obviously not really uh, one identifies as LGBTQ or I. And yeah. we wanted to make an effort to make that spa- space a lot more accepting. Yes. And Robbo comes around and does, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it now, but he does this scene about coming out. Yes. And we really act what it was like for him coming out to the rest of the team. Yep. And we put the players through that scenario. and um, So they're, they're physically sitting next to him and he's telling them, he's you know, I've got something to say. Yeah. So they're in the situation. They're in the situation. And yeah. I'm playing someone who's been saying some things around the, the squad that are pretty unsavory. Derogatory. Derogatory, yeah, yeah, yeah. not only racially but sexually as well, yeah. like in the vilification area. Yeah. And then we put it, the pressure on the players to call that out. Because, yeah, right. because the standard you walk past, the standard you set. And also, we're trying to teach the players now, if you don't say anything about it, what you're letting that person know is that behaviour is okay. So now we yeah, require yeah. you to call it out. So you're complicit. You're complicit. Your, yeah. Ethical bystander. If you don't say anything, you're letting them know it's okay. Yep. And, and God, Robbo, Robbo cries every time from pure oh, emotion, wow. from remembering what he went through. And it's this really interesting moment watching the players go th- like, witness this real raw moment right yeah. in front of them. And um, some of the discussions we've had um, have been absolutely beautiful. Um, just to share, I hope he doesn't mind, but two players that come to mind are Daly Cherry Evans yeah. and um, Toby Rudolph at the Sharkies yep. were just amazing, like stood up and just like, I, I thought Toby was going to deck me one actually. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I thought he was. And, and just um, uh, DCE, I remember he stood up and he said, boys, this is a game of footy. And, and what's more important here is that you all feel safe and you yeah. all feel accepted. And, yeah. and if you don't feel like you can go to any of the admin staff to talk about any of your mental health issues, you can come to me. And there's some other blokes in the room here. Put up your hands now. And they put up their hands. And it was like this big moment. Uh, where, like, Robbo, we just cut the scene and Robbo went and gave DCA a big hug and we moved on. What's the numbers? And what, what, what would be the numbers, right? And, and maybe it's a good thing that we share these numbers. Because I know when I was playing, there may have been 500 people. And in the time I played, uh, I don't know of anyone, and, and I'm sure there was many, you yeah. know, that had come out saying they were they were homosexual, mm. right? Um, so out of 500 players playing, and I'm, I'm sure the number would be very uh, similar to what it was when I was playing to what it is now, it's not zero. No, it's not zero. And statistically, we know it's not zero. Yeah. And I think... One of our goals from doing that scene, especially from Robbo, who can speak more eloquently about it than me, is he just wants to make the safe a bit more invi- space more inviting yeah. to, to, to be yourself because it's all about acceptance and equality, really. Yep. And um, no one should have to hide who they are or their lifestyle. And, um, and yeah, you know, moving forward, maybe, maybe there will be some openly gay players in the NRL that are comfortable and, and, and feel safe enough to be out and open and I might be ignorant, but I feel like they would be very safe. I, like, the way I mm. think about it, I think most people would think about it. And, 
in this day and age, particularly, it's just a non-issue. Like it's a, like as far as if you're in the sheds with a player who's gay, is a teammate with someone who's gay, playing against someone that's gay. For me, I think that, well, I'm taking a stab in the dark. That 99 percent plus would have absolutely zero problem with that. Would you? Would you see it that way? Or I, more? I'd agree with that. I, I think, um, especially with when we sort of sit down to. Corporates and schools about what scenes we want to do, um, especially in the last couple of years, as sit post the plebiscite. Yeah, a lot have been said we don't really need to cover that scene, but it's a good opportunity to maybe sort of focus on other issues. But mm. but the the issue of coming out and um, that sort of stuff isn't an issue at our. our corporate or our school anymore because some of them have floats in the Mardi Gras yeah. now and uh, yeah. So at the corporate level, yeah, what would be as many of our listeners would be you know, have attended these sorts of things what would be the number one thing the corporates are wanting from you guys? Um, I think res- uh, respect for women yep. around around the workplace is a really big one yeah. um, and, and that's where it gets quite serious and we get into uh, statistics of domestic violence and Obviously, not all men are capable of domestic violence against women, but all domestic violence against women starts with disrespectful attitudes. Yes. And that might be calling someone a nasty name or a slap here or a touch here. And and we just want to eradicate it because that's where the embryonic stages of domestic mm. violence starts. So that's, and, what you're, yeah, so that's what you're doing now as far as helping out and... But, but what about your acting career? If you're overseas, yeah. right, and uh, somebody who's not as familiar with what you do back here and and you said you wanted to show them one show or one series or what would be the piece of work you're most proud about that you'd say, go and watch this? Oh, well, if I couldn't show them a theatre sports. Yeah, yeah oh, that could, would be it. Yeah, it really would. It yeah. really is, especially with Robbo um, there as well and my best mate, Damo. But um, I'd probably say In Excess. Yeah. yeah the In Excess telly telly movie that we did was um one of my awesome. favorite yeah. yeah yeah and i've also seen you do your one hour i don't know what you call that but you do you with a with a psychologist yeah you do a one hour talk yeah to the football players yeah um which i saw you do at the roosters yeah, which was amazing yeah. and he kind of tells his own personal story in battling um with addiction issues and 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 then kind of involves all the players and yeah uses some pretty raw language and gets right on with, yeah. the, with the boys. And it's amazing how cathartic it is. Yeah. And, and it's really good messages just about, you know, you drink driving and like the pressure, you don't have to take that photo if you don't want to take that photo and you don't have to have that extra beer if you don't want to. And you know what yeah. I mean? The, the ability to put your hand up and not have to go on with that kind of herd mentality, that, that kind of, group mentality that I imagine in football would be so incorrigible and so hard to say, oh, no, guys, I'm going to have a water and walk home. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, maybe you won't get past the ball on Saturday or yeah. maybe you won't get make the starting team if you don't go out and, yeah. and, and and kick on. That's right. And I think that's a good opportunity to, again, come back full circle to what you were saying, uh, mate, that, that it's a good opportunity to thank the NRL and their initiative, especially Paul Hebdenstall yeah. at Wellbeing and Education. Because imagine being Paul and going, we're four actors and we'd like to go to every club and teach them about social issues. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give us some money? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he was like, ah, yeah, we might have to trial that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then later on, yeah, with the talk about my own struggles with yeah. mental health and addiction with drugs yeah. and alcohol and I'm two and a half years clean now, Good on you. Uh, which is great. And um, again, I was like, Paul, I think I want to talk to all the clubs about my battles. I think I can share some experience, yeah. strength and hope, and maybe they can pull something from it. And so so for people listening who have been down the path that you had been, yeah, 
two and a half years clean. Yeah. Are you completely in the clear? Do you ever get the temptations or you feel like you're on top of things? Yeah, they call that obsession. And, um, yeah, it, it, that's lifted now. Yeah. The obsession to drink or drug has, has lifted. Um, I've just got my own head I've got to deal with, which is <laughs> quite a harder. Um, but this year, you know, it's a work in progress. I've given up the cigarettes yeah. uh, this week. Yeah, how's that going? Six, terrible. Is it? My <laughs> housemates want me evicted. But what, yeah. made, what made you, what, what was the moment, we are speaking with uh, Australian actor Andy Ryan, what was the moment where you went, nah, six days ago, What? What? why? Well, all this talk around COVID opening, uh, the COVID restrictions and vaccinations, yeah. and once we're at 80%, we're going to open again. And then there was sort of like a fear around, oh, I might get it, even though I'm one part vaccinated, yeah. you know, but... I'll get the, I thought ah, maybe this is a good opportunity to focus on diet and health a little bit more. And <laughs> yep. I, I, I think with the stress of this year and losing so much work, I, I sort of did go back into that crutch of smoking cigarettes and it got back up to a, a pack a day. And they're like, like $1,000 now. They're $1,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, a packet. Yeah, uh, a packet of Stivos. Yes, one Bitcoin gets you a pack <laughs> of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's like afterpay times 12 <laughs> yeah, installments yeah. to get a dart. Yeah. 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 Where, and I'm so broke at the moment. <laughs> I'm sort of sacrificing meals as I'm buying a pack. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going, there goes two breakfasts and a lunch. <laughs> so I just thought, stuff it. It's uh, I've done it. So uh, I And I've on, heard they're bad for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard they're bad for you too. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I went onto the gum, and now I'm two days off the gum. Good boy. So, yeah, thank you. Who's your favourite star that you've worked with? Um, oh, that's a tough question. Uh, I, it's funny, I've met Russell Crowe. I've met Brendan Cow. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Just feels like I'm at the pub. Yeah. If you put me in front of Jonathan Thurston, I'll freeze. Oh, right. I'll freeze up. Good actor, is he? Yes. He's <laughs> <laughs> an amazing actor. But would you be like just starstruck and, and, I, and just mate, totally uncomfortable? To the point where Jonathan Thurston came up to me in the Virgin Lounge. Yeah. One day, he did the laugh. He's like, oh, g'day, mate. How are you? I, I couldn't talk. No. It's like meeting um, my favourite rock star or something. I'm the same musicians. Because with right. actors, I know they're, they're just as insecure as any actor on any level with their next job. But so too are rugby league players. Yeah, but when, when I meet a musician, yeah. I just don't understand how they do it. No. I, and I'm just like, I cannot believe yeah. it. Because I'm also a failed musician, you know, so I'm kind of a four out of ten bass player, yeah. six out of ten harmonica player. So I just worship them, yeah. you know. Whereas with actors, I'm like, uh, Brad Pitt, anyone, I'm just like, I know what's going through you. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that before you go on camera, before you walk on stage, you're going, is this my last job? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, that's like me, it... every goal kick. I, I was thinking, when well, people yeah. would say you have to expect you're going to get, I'm thinking, I hope I don't miss this. You know? yeah, and, and that yeah. was it. But just just back to the NXS miniseries, yeah. did you need to be, because you were playing the um, keyboard. keyboard, right? Yeah. Did you actually need to know how to play the keyboard? Um, they told us we did, and yeah. then when the cameras rolled, we definitely didn't. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But So I was playing a character, uh, Andrew Farris, yes. who has an album out at the moment, country country music uh, he's gone into at the moment. It's a killer album, if you should find the name of that. But, um, yeah, so I was playing him, and um, uh, Tim Farris, would, uh, he was sort of our um, on-set liaison, and he would literally sometimes with the guitar come and glue my fingers to the strings Wow. And just say, now strum the bass <laughs> wow. and uh, we'll roll. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was, that was that. But just it, sell it. Just sell, sell it. it. Just sell so it. what, have you been in touch with him about your performance in, in excess? Yeah, he's, um, since, since doing the film, he's um, actually, we were at his album launch 
Um, and, um, yeah, he actually invited me out to his farm two weeks ago. Didn't invite you to kick off a, a band, uh, you know, a.k.a. A spin-off. 30-odd foot of grunt style, no. like, let's go. Well, I can't sing oh, or there's play that. any yeah. music. Yeah. So we were having a bit of a jam on some Rolling Stones numbers the other <laughs> night. Because, yeah. you know, when the late, great Charlie Watts passed away yeah. the other day, I started just throwing some Rolling Stones on the bass. Yeah. And I was sending the videos to Andy, and then he came back with a few <laughs> vocals, and I thought, I think we've got something here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's as long as it lasted. You can have your say, by the way, on the text on 0457 736 736. Uh, just before we get away from uh, the, the, the acting career, um, tomorrow when the war began. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln Lewis is in it. Yes. What, what's the jersey he's wearing? It looks like a country jersey or something. Do you know the jersey he's wearing? It's got Holmes or something on the I back? I don't know the jersey that no. he's wearing on that. But um, actually, funny story with that. Uh, Gold Coast premiere of the film. Yes. Big moment. Uh, my family could come. And uh, obviously, Lincoln's family could come. Yep. Uh, it was my first ever feature film I was in. Yeah. Uh, film was over. Uh, went up to my family. Mum was crying. I uh, said, amazing performance. Sister was there. She said it was great performance. Went over to Dad. I said, what did you reckon? He said, I got to sit next to Wally Lewis. <laughs> and that's Queensland. That yeah. is Queensland. That's Queensland. That that's, was his first bit of feedback after a, seeing that That's film. a perfect full circle on yeah. this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, plenty more still to get through. We will talk about some rugby league too here on Crunch Time. Andy Ryan, Brendan Cowell, I'm Joel Kane. Plenty more to get through. It is Crunch Time. All thanks to Red Rooster and Isuzu MUX. A break and back with more. Uh, crunch time thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary search. All-new MUX. Uh, time now for the crunch thanks to Red Rooster. New spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. Uh, gentlemen, last night the Storm 28 defeated the Sharks 16. People were sort of umming and ahhing. How the Storm going to go about this? The fact that uh, in the nine years that we've had this current format for the finals. Only three minor premiers have gone on with it to win the competition. The reward was going to be likely, assuming that Manly win today against the North Queensland Cowboys, that you would have to play Tommy Turbo and Manly, not take on South Sydney without Luttrell. So that was a reward, which is really nothing for the Melbourne Storm to take it out. But they do pride themselves on winning. And with all those players out, they still had a really an emphatic victory over the Sharks. 28 points to 16 to cement their fourth minor premiership in six seasons. I know you're a big Sharkies fan, Brendan, and the big rivalry between the Melbourne Storm and Hillstorm. Uh, Maroon has chimed in here. We'll get to that text in a moment as well to talk about the rivalry, which is the Sharks and the Melbourne Storm. But some achievement, four minor premierships in six seasons. Yeah, and it's, you know, as reluctant as I am, you kind of have to, um, you know, applaud them really, don't you? And someone called them a franchise team the other day, and I thought, I think it was on this show, and they said, look, somehow, you know, without me knowing it, I've come to really respect the men in purple because it's kind of something to watch. And last night, even through gritted teeth, I I did have to admit that they're very good at rugby league. And you try to go around them, they put you into touch. You try to go through the middle of them, they beat you up. Then they get the ball. And they seem to just rush you like like a swarm of insects towards one. Then they're shifting the ball. I know it's happened to Jerome Hughes. He suddenly got a touch of the Thurstons. Yeah. You know, I mean, that kick for Pappenhausen last night, like, it's just a beautiful to watch. Pappenhausen, I think it would have been an easier solution for Bellamy if he just had another six out of ten game. And he scored three tries. Yeah. Now what are they going to bloody do? He's just, the, the, the Mohawk was on fire again. You know, it's soaring through the defences. So I still do think they've got their, their old tactics, but I'll move on from that. But, um... <laughs> 
they deserve it. And is there's been a lot of conversation about whether a minor premiership is a thing. Mm. Um, and and do you think it was last night? Like, do you think it is something that the NRL kind of reveres enough? Is it? Is it? You well, know, I don't. It, I think the prize money, and I am, I am um, relying on recollection here. But I, I think the prize money is a hundred thousand to win the minor premiership. Mm. The premiership, I believe, is about five hundred thousand. So for me, it's skew if. You know, if you've been the best team all year, that team should get the five hundred. If you go on then to win the minor, pre- uh, win the premiership, in merchandise, in memberships, you get that money anyway for winning the, yeah. the premiership. I think the minor premiership deserves a much bigger ticket. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel like it was a thing last night no. at all when they lifted that shield. Yeah, so what like are they, they doing? They didn't really care. It was raining. Oh, it the was team cold. had gone. Yeah, yeah. They, it was just... See, Bellamy mid- cared. It looked like Bellamy cared. I think it's something for the coaching team. Like, it feels like it's something for the club. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good accolade for the club, would you say? Sorry, what did you say? Like it's something more meaningful for the Storm franchise or for the yeah, club. Yeah, I, I just didn't look like they cared. And they, they sort of waited for Penrith to for the result to come in there, didn't they? No, they didn't even need that. They didn't need to, but out of no. respect, yeah. they did, which they were just buying time. I, it didn't really look like they cared. No, they had to, they had to score 144 points or something. I mean, please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen that ever. Uh, they still waited. They did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Craig Bellamy, uh, he had to say this about the Minham Premiership. Yeah, that was now our main focus tonight. You know, boys, Sunday everyone's forgot who won the Minham Premiership, but, um, you know, it's... It, yeah, you know, minor premierships are, are like a lot like premierships. They're hard to win. They are hard to win. You know, so and um, you know, we ain't only lost three games this year. And usually, if you lose three games, you probably win a minor premiership pretty easy, like um, history shows. But obviously, um, you know, Penrith have had a great year, and um, you know, it's gone. Right down the wire. I haven't said that. If if they they win by 144 tonight, <laughs> so I'll, I'll be a bit dirty if that happens. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. So in retrospect, the Eels put a pretty good performance in <laughs> to uh, protect the Storm yes. from that 144 point deficit. And yeah. um, that game was a funny one, wasn't it? Because everybody came off the last week and thought, "Oh, hang on, the Eels are back." Yeah. Because um, they have that incredible front of a season, don't they? Over yeah. the last half a decade. They seem to be the team that you fear the most in the in the first ten rounds, and then they kind of fizzle yeah. a little bit. But um, and it was curious as to why they benched so many of their stars last night when they had a momentum of one yes. win, um, yeah. and they started to look like the Eels from the beginning of the season for one eighty-minute performance, and all of a sudden they got three million dollars on the sideline. It was curious after the game. Brad Arthur said that team would have beaten half the comp tonight, and they go well. You're coming fifth. I hope so. Yeah. Like, isn't that the idea? You should you should be, and you should be trying to beat Penrith, shouldn't yeah. you? I mean, Penrith only just got their halfback back. They've had a really dismantled season, and I thought the thing with with Penrith last night was, you know, Cleary's always going to be good. He's an old head on a young body. He's an amazing player. Toto was on fire, but I thought Luai is back. Yep. And when Luai's back off off the side of Cleary. Oof, yeah. that's scary. And I forgot just how lethal they are when they're both playing well together. Mm. And Burton, Burton put in a good shift as well. He got he yeah. turned into a bit of a ball hog. Yeah. Yeah, he could have set up a couple of tries. And he went, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take this well, one this, tonight. I'm, yeah, head, yeah. I'm heading to Canterbury. I probably won't see many of these. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. Let's bank them while we can. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, as you mentioned, he was back the pap, which 
you know, this is an interesting scenario now for Craig Bellamy because you think back to last year's grand final. Yes, they won the grand final. Nico Hines was on the bench, didn't get on the field. Uh, they rushed home. They've been there before, Panthers. They didn't have Burton last year in their squad. They've had all these players who have now had success at origin level. It's a different proposition. There's no Cameron Smith in your team. So now that Pappenhausen's back, Nico Hines hasn't yet played any football in the centres. So is that an option for him? Maybe not. Where does he play? Here's what Ryan Pappenhausen had to say after the game. Yeah, I feel, I feel good. And I think tonight's just... I sort of said a few weeks ago, I was going to build confidence and it's going to take a little bit of time, but tonight's the game I needed and I'm just lucky that it was the game before the finals. And when we hold the footy, um, I can play good footy. So I think that's the key there. And um, in the second half, we completed a lot better, I think, and I was just able to do my thing off the back of that. So, um, yeah, the team builds confidence and I build confidence with that. Yeah, no doubt, boys. He'll be the number one next week in finals, won't he? For the Melbourne Storm. So, yeah, great problems to have also. And... There's, there's chat of making, because there's some question marks around Cameron Munster mm. for next week. Yeah, and the Fox, I believe, too. That's right. Is it a knee, mate? What a knee, that? yeah. They're saying maybe an affection around the knee. And uh, everyone was calling mind games. Yeah. Queenslanders. Queenslanders. Mind games. But uh, turns out, no. Who would have thought <laughs> they were telling the truth? Yeah. And, uh, but you just slip Nico Hines in anywhere. That's, that's great problems to have. I mm. think you get Fanuk and you get Hines. Put them in cotton wool and you send them to Northies <laughs> right now. Yeah. And, you know, we'll take them early in the season. Just protect them. You don't need them. You don't need them. You know them. what I mean? He could even lend a couple of players to Parramatta yeah. if he wanted to for the rest of the season. But um, can they fit those players in? Would, would he have to actually bench a player? Well, well like one of the best players in the league? Is it is it a chance that the Storm might actually have to put a Hines of sorts out of the seventeen? It, it, that is possible. It, yeah. it is very, very possible. With the likes of Kamakamitha back in the side and Nelson, uh, it is very, very possible. Now that Brandon Smith and Harry Grant can cover so much, oh. like you, you're purely going to be picking Nico because he's been playing such bloody good football. Oh. Yeah. But you don't actually wouldn't be picking him on what you need for your team. Yeah. So I, I'm fascinated by how this plays out. Just on the um, Storm too, just to mop up what you've been doing with the National Rugby League, Andy. Yeah. My brother, and I forgot about this, he, for many years, would do the finance talks. He's got a background in financial planning. Right. And having played at the Sharks, he would go and do the finance talks. And his career basically ended with a brutal uh, leg injury. But he said when he went around to the clubs, there was such a um, correlation. And this was just finance talks between how invested the players were and the club were in wanting to have him there. So he said he'd go to the Melbourne Storm and the amount of questions he was followed up by players in that group and how hard the, the coaching staff and management pushed their players to go to, that, to where some of the other clubs who were so rat's ass about it, he said it just shows you the level of professionalism about those clubs. Yeah. So the Melbourne Storm winning on the field, win, 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 win. But even for things like finance and getting your life in order off the field, mm. they were also leading the way in that where some of the other clubs who weren't performing on the field, they were also rat's ass when it came to investing in their players with things like what you're trying to do. Yeah. Have you noticed that at all? With There was a massive correlation between the mm. attentiveness and the participation from all the cl clubs and yeah. where they sat on the ladder. Yes. So Manly, Storm, uh, Roosters, yep. you'd always find were amazing. Yep. And then would come over, shake your hand, thank you, stick, stick around mm. for a chat and really get something out of the session. Yep. And some of the other teams that necessarily weren't going so well, yeah, didn't have the best participation. And it goes to show, in any business, uh, recruiting the right people into your club, 
yeah. is, is so key. Absolutely. Well, I witnessed key. the one he did with the Roosters, and it was just it's it's just such a kind of amazing image to see these enormous brutes of yeah. men that you see just savage people on the field, like Warrior Hargraves. Yeah. He was the one going, guys, listen to this. This is really important. And yeah, coming well. up after and go, that blew me away, guys. And, you know, please come back soon. And, you know, making sure everyone was listening. And it's like, it's Jerry Hargraves. Yeah. He tries yeah. to kill people on yeah. the field. Yeah. Big hearted guy. He was just so touched by the whole thing and making sure every guy there, um, you know, was hearing it. You yeah. know, and it's like, that's just great, isn't it? Yeah, it's excellent. You don't see enough of that because we, we hear about Mad Mondays. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And we don't hear about this other side. It's where we go pretty hard. We go, we don't go easy on ourselves in this way. I don't know if that's the right sentence, but, you know, we don't kind of, because it's a humble working class game, yeah. we're not one to go, look at this beautiful work we've done where you imagine if it's an American game, it's like, we are, yeah. um, you know, look at what we're doing. Yeah. So it's, it's to, a shame that. To your point, at some of the clubs, like I, I reckon if I didn't have some of those leadership players on side, like yeah. you talk about Jared, yes. like Boyd, yes. Boyd, yeah. Boyd Cordner was best friend. Yep. Like yeah. if I didn't have him on side, I'm not sure I would have won the crowd. That's you know? right. Um, yeah. Cam Smith, DCE, uh, over the years. Andrew Fafita, I remember you saying. Andrew <laughs> Fafita. And that was that was a shame. I was disappointed because. What happened? Uh, well, I wanted to hate him. <laughs> oh right, he won because I hate him on the field. Yeah, and right from the start to the end, he was the nicest bloke ever. Yeah, and 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 got them all in line, made sure they listened, did a big thank you speech that was meaningful, not just like something the headmaster made yeah. him say. Yeah, and I was oh god, I was I was bitterly disappointed. Well, just I said to Paul Gallon, I said, "Gal, how's Fafita going to go after? It? Look, should we be worried about Fafita after his career?" Yeah. He said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well." Is he, does he strikes me as a bloke who things are going to get rocky when he finishes playing. He said, what are you talking about? I was, he said, mate, he's got his life so in order. He, he, he's a non-drinker. He, he's got he, the family man. But the way he has presented at times on the field, you have this wrong interpretation of how you think the man really is. So like you... Um, I, I got that completely wrong. And, and I actually felt bad. So I felt yeah. so... Like, what, you know, just because a bloke behaves in a way on the field. And you mentioned Jared Hargreaves. Yeah. It doesn't make him the man off the field, does it? Uh, uh, some, no. Somehow quite the opposite, yeah. I think, is is more true. I mean, I remember when I had that show, The League Lounge, you know, about eight years ago, whenever it was, on Sunday nights with Fox Sports. And um, and I probably met 100 players that year, yeah. interviewing them and having them on the show. And I just came to see what kind of gentle giants and beautiful, soft yeah. Blokes played rugby league, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was hard to to meet a dickhead amongst the group. Yeah. You know, I don't know what happens under stress with alcohol and things. Everyone makes mistakes, but um, really lovely, humble guys that just love kicking the ball, love talking about the sport. And you go, and then you watch them, and you're like, "Geez, that's a different bloke on the field." Yeah. He just like ate that guy. Yeah, you know, and it's um, that's what kind of further charmed me towards working in media with the sport and stuff was was the players. Yeah. yeah. Jekyll and Hyde, really, like sometimes when, when you see the comparison and your expectation and your opinions to what they really are in life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite amazing. Uh, other news, of course, the Panthers made a statement, 40 points to six. They weren't playing any games. They weren't resting players. They said, nope. no, we've got our campaign starting right now. They certainly did that, 40 points to six. Um, as we mentioned, 144 points short of what they wanted to do to achieve the minor premiership and be rewarded with playing Tommy Turbo. Brian Toto was back, his first hat-trick of his career. So the question is, who's the bigger 
in? Is it Toto? Is it uh, Pappenhausen, perhaps, for the Melbourne Storm when they're top flight? He missed four games due to a syndesmosis. He returned to play the last two regular season games. Ivan Cleary knows he's a big, big part of that club. Here's what Ivan Cleary had to say about Brian Toto. It's just amazing. Um, he said straight after he had the surgery this time that it felt better than last time. Um, and we were sort of always hoping he might be able to beat the six-week mark and maybe get back for this game, just just on how quickly he can recover. And he ended up doing it a week early. And as you said, not just not just coming back, but like looking like he'd never even been out or injured. Or he's remarkable. So certainly glad he's on our team. Yeah, he's the best winger in the competition, boys. I think oh. we can all agree with that. He's, his son might be the best player in the competition. Nathan Cleary, uh, everyone was talking about the Melbourne Storm record and magicians. The job of a magician is to have you looking over here oh. while something else is happening over here. Well, while Melbourne Storm were accumulating their wins over here, Nathan Cleary hasn't lost a game all year. Wow. At origin level, at club level. So look over there while Melbourne Storm are accumulating. Nathan Cleary is yet to taste defeat in 2021. Isn't he a different creature from 12 months ago? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's the moustache, but he's got, <laughs> he's just got a old shoulders now. Yeah. But also, he backs himself with the wildest of plays. Those kicks into the post yeah. last year, last yeah, week, yeah. where he just curved those kicks and went, I'm going to hit the post. Hit them twice. One resulted in a try. Yeah. And so he's all, and the way, talking about, you know, just playing that way and then going that way, that little pass, that little dummy into the, the forward runner last night, then out to Luai. How do you defend it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're gone either way. If, if you respond to either of his options, they've got you. Yeah. With pace out the back. And, and Brian Toto, I love the way he ducks under tackles now because he's lower centre of gravity. Yeah. He's actually like burrowing under the ground. Oh, and then suddenly he's got the acceleration. Big Blake Ferguson hit him yesterday. I reckon he would have taken any winger into touch. But he's got this low centre of gravity, such a upper body strength that all he had to do is just shift and yeah. score. Blake Ferguson's an enormously strong man that hit him with momentum. Yeah. And Tyo manages to hold his ground, turn, put the ball down. Looks so easy. But you imagine trying to do that with Fer you know what I mean? Most most wingers go flying over the sideline. If I had to close my eyes now and just see somebody scoring grand final day, it's Brian Tottle. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys see anyone else? I thought you were going to say something else then about Brian Tottle, but uh, <laughs> someone second, in a waterfall. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, absolutely. Three times. Uh, His second try last night was the smoothest thing I'd ever seen. He just slid over the try line, found the camera, threw up the piece. Yeah, exactly. Just like it was no effort at all. <laughs> no. He can find yeah. a camera with those beautiful yeah. locks as yeah. well. The only thing I found that he's hesitant about now is when he scores a try, he turns around, he's like, oh, they're all going to jump yeah. on me. Yeah. And he kind of puts his arms up like, yeah. oh, shit, here comes six yeah. flying <laughs> <laughs> but just stop jumping on me. Yeah, I know yeah. I did something good. <laughs> he walks. He, Brian Tyler gets out there and he surveys the ground before he plays and he's got his headsets on and maybe he's looking for those cameras. Okay, well, that's, yeah, when I'm yeah. running oh, north, that's yeah. the camera I need when I'm going He gets south. out there and pops out a full disco dance routine. He yeah. knows all those boys do, but it's great. It's bringing a bit of NBA to NRL, those guys, because yeah. that kind of stuff, it's a show. Yeah, you know, rugby league is a show. It's a, you know, as as our man, the King Volandis, often yeah. says, this is entertainment, and he's very much treated rugby league like entertainment. Let's change rules, make it more entertaining. Let's play anywhere. Yep, but, you know, play at my house if you want to. We will continue to put this entertainment on, and and the Panthers are entertainers, and they yeah. brought a bit of that. And then so you know, the old school rugby league crowd goes, oh, they're arrogant. 
No, they're not. They're just they're just young and having the time of their lives, exactly. and they're bloody good at what they I do. I was part of that crowd. I don't mind admitting that. When right. the COVID first happened, they started turning up to training in like weird and wacky clothes. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I'm thinking, calm down, boys. What, <laughs> yeah. what have you guys achieved? You, you missed the finals only six months ago. This is when this was all kicked off. Yeah. And now I'm like, righto, old fella, back in your box. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, they're yeah. going, all right, these boys. Uh, crunch time, thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken, available at selected restaurants, and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all-new MUX. So breaking back with more of the crunch. Uh, yeah, plenty of text messages coming through. Corey and uh, Hillstorm's there. We appreciate your company. JS is there. They're all coming in. Uh, the Greenkeeping Rooster, that's a good story as well. I might read that out. Hey, boys, I've just turned in and hearing you talk about coming out as a homosexual. Uh, I remember one night a mate of mine pulled me aside and wanted to tell me something. He said, I need to tell you something, mate. I said, yeah, sure. What's up, mate? Hey, mate, I'm gay. I said, really? He said, yeah, uh, congratulations. And that was the end of that. So Greenkeeping Rooster, yeah. And he was talking about before um, when uh, Ian Roberts uh, came out and the relief that that gave him and the angst that came with that as well. But, of course, doing wonderful things with the NRL to normalise uh, that because you know what it is what it is and there's absolutely no problems with that Saturday standouts brought to you by the powerful 3 litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max no matter the adventure the Isuzu D-Max is born to live your team the Broncos Andy they take on the Knights the Knights trying to fine tune things ahead of the finals uh, no surprise to see them going full tilt because Adam O'Brien came in under Craig Bellamy they played a win we know that uh, your team the Broncos though with Kevy they're finishing off quite nicely I think they've been performing uh, excellently in the last month, and I, it gives me hope for next year. Gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. And I, I think I think they'll take it to the Knights here. Um, I, I, I can I can easily see the Broncos winning. Yeah, Anthony Milford. Um, how will he be remembered as a Bronco? I don't think very well. Yeah. Actually, it's a I, shame I, because yeah. if you win that grand final twenty fifteen, he, yeah. he's the Clive Churchill medalist. Yeah, exactly. I just I don't think he ever recovered from that loss. Yeah, it was such a beautiful one, uh, a, a brutal loss. Uh, same with Ben Hunt, like he got out straight away. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think it'll be see you later. Thanks for your time, and probably won't be remembered that well. But we look forward. I mean, they're still trying to fix up the Payne Haas contract. Saga, I'm not sure where we are at with that. That's between him and his manager. As, as a fan, would you like to sign him for 10 years? Uh, no. no. I, I only want to see him for four or five. I, yeah. I still struggle with the fact it's tough to build a team around a New South Wales star. I don't get that. It doesn't make sense to uh, me as a Brisbane supporter. Is that right? Do you know what I mean? I don't know why you'd do that in Brisbane. Isn't that, that's fascinating because you, you would never – well, Valentine Holmes was a big star of the Cronulla Sharks, but you, you yeah. never think about it like that down here, do you? No, I thought I think of him more as a as an NFL star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you also no, have no, Paul I wouldn't, Gallen. and you know it's the National Rugby League, so yeah. No, I, I don't at all. But I can see maybe with Brisbane. I mean, the times I've been on Brisbane, and you hear the Brisbane radio, it's it's every second news story is Corey Parker talking about what's happening when they're losing. You know, it yeah. is that in the blood. But um, I reckon um the Knights might start to come together. Uh, this week, uh, I think the Brisbane, you know, they've got some great athletes in there, but they don't really know what they're doing because they don't have a halves partnership. Um, I think the Knights might might start to put the pedal to them. Things might start to make sense. Yeah, I feel like we've said that about the Knights for the past month. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah, I, I feel like every week years. we say, we, we reckon this might be the weekend they come together. On paper, they're, yeah. they're a starring side. Uh, yeah. Cowboys and the Seagulls. Uh, the Cow- uh, Desi would have been hoping that uh, if the Raiders won... There's no need for Tommy Turbo to jump on a plane. 
but they didn't. And right. now Tommy Turbo, they've got to go and suit up and win the uh, two points here to claim the top four. So if they win, In. top four. If they lose, Eels, top yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that right? No, Roosters. Roosters, top four, sorry. Yeah. Right, and so if they... If they come fourth, they play Man, uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Yes. If they come fifth, they play Gold Coast or Shark Titans. Shark Titans. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. exactly right. Dragons take you on the Rabbitohs. And for you, Dragons fans, I know it's been a long old year, but go and watch those juniors, uh, juniors rather. Junior Mono, uh, you've got Tyrell Sloan, Jaden Sullivan. This Tyrell Sloan. Uh, for oh, those, for those so having, evasive. for those having a bit of a dabble today on on the on the punt, uh, think about Tyrell Sloan. He's paying two dollars something. Gamble responsibly, but he's played four games. He has never missed. And anyway, interesting to see how they recover for after what happened in the controversial game, wasn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was the crunch. Thanks to Red Rooster, the new spicy wings feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Roosters calling for the listeners on SEN Gold Coast and SEN Track Brisbane. We thank you for joining us. Trackside coming up for you. However, if you wish to listen to us. Here at Crunch Time, we've got another hour to go. You can head over to the SEN app to do so. A break and back with more. Crunch Time, thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all-new MUX. And uh, I mentioned this earlier, boys. I, I find this absolutely fascinating that the amount of points the Melbourne Storm scored last night against the Sharks puts them in the position where the markets throughout the week were giving the Warriors 11 and a half start, right? And that's exactly the amount of points the Titans need. Flip of the coin stuff to overcome uh, the Sharkies, your Sharkies. So anyway, uh, it's a big, big game it's coming exciting, up tomorrow. There's a few really exciting pockets coming through. Oh, it's massive. Isn't there? It's massive. Nice little um, semi-stories. And um, I wonder if the Titans are looking at 11. Yeah. Before they head on the field. Is that the number? Well, I'll tell you what. I wonder if he's got the calculator in hand right now. The great man, Jared Wallace, is on the line. Yeah. G'day, Jared. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? So uh, I have got the, the details here, but before going into it, you'd yep. probably just be able to tell me, do you need to win by 11 or do you need to win by 12 or more? What, what's the state of play? No, I think it's 11 points to be like, even with them, isn't it? So yeah. we'd have to win by 12 to be, yeah, to, to get clear through. Right. Um, I'm not sure. What would happen if we actually drew on four and against and drew on points? Ah, uh, there you go. So, I so think it's, um, I think the Sharks and the Titans meet at Rockhampton, mm. and it's uh, and it's we have five a field goal off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you suggesting we'll just, there, we'll, just all, we'll put. We'll put in three kickers. We'll yeah. go 40 out. We'll just whoever gets the most. Like a uh, penalty shootout in soccer. We'll just go whoever gets your best and you're in the finals. Well, what about a more SAS style where there's a, you know, there's a bunch of challenges with sandbags, guys shooting at you. Then you got to swim, climb over a bridge, monkey bars. Like What, what about that kind of a extreme challenge, Jared? Oh, mate, I'm all for that. The only yeah. thing is, then all the forward, all the forwards in both sides would have to do all the challenges because you wouldn't want to put the little wincy backs in there. You know, <laughs> like anything does, so. Exactly <laughs> right. Man, you've had to say goodbye tired. to one of my favourite players, the Don. How's that going? Uh, yeah. Yeah, look, it's been hard. Um, you know, the last few weeks after he, you know, obviously announced his retirement that he was leaving us, um, it has been hard. But he's been fantastic. You know, he's been in every day. He's been so... Happy and, you know, chirpy and he's been getting everyone ready. You know, we had a good session again this morning and we all wore our, uh, you know, retirement Don shirts for our training and uh, it's been awesome. You know, he's been such a great, you know, player throughout the whole NRL, you know, on and off the field and, um, you know, the leading try scorer in the, you know, in the history of the Titans club as well. So he'll be, 
Yeah, it'd be very remiss, but yeah, it's an exciting time for him too. He obviously he's yeah. got a few things coming up for him and his family now. And um, look, I reckon it'd be a real positive. Uh, no more preseasons. Uh, uh, it would be a good yeah, thing. But no, he's been fantastic, too, isn't it? Yeah, he's, a, he's really yeah. one of the good guys of rugby league, isn't he? It's yeah. Great seeing him in open space. And I've just got one more question for you: If the Titans are up ten with uh, yep. 17 seconds to go and you get the ball just behind the 40-metre line, will you be going for that yep. two-point field goal? I'm just putting it out there. I did hit one today. I was practising hey! just in case I was yes. in that exact, exact scenario and I was 43 out and I nailed it. So I'm just two putting pointer. the confidence in you Yep, and, and all the fans out there, if we need to, um, I'll put my hand up and step up to the plate and I'll slot one from 40 out, no worries. Well, uh, Alan Wilson, a former New South Wales player, he's suggesting a crossbar challenge would have been a good way to decide oh, things. That's nice. I like <laughs> that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but, well, I'll tell you what, I've done the sums here. And uh, so what it is, yep. for and against is the number one thing. Now, clearly, if you both end, yep. on, end up on 11, we now go to Part B. Part B is percentage-based. And I can tell you yep. this without getting into the numbers, I think it's more than yep. likely if you guys win by 11, uh, you're through. Yep. You're through. It'll favour you winning by 11. It'll favour the Sharks. Okay. Yep. So if you win by 11, and, and I wonder whether psychologically, and, and Brooksy, our producer here, no looksy Brooksy, and he suggested this. I quite like this. Do you go out there in the first set of six, get rid of that one point, right, and get yourself on yep. the level terms, you're then chasing 10? What do you think about that, boys? Which, well, which, which halfbacks have you got playing today, Jared? Well, we'll have Jamal as our, as our seven and Peach as our six. So would you get them, would you swing them the ball and go, let's get the one and then play for a 10-point victory? <laughs> but in saying that too, like that's just two converted tries and there's our 12. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so look, and the thing is, if we just focus on us and we focus on our football, we get our D right, our D principles, yeah. and we can score points anywhere on the field. Yeah, you know, it could be anything. So, yes. you know, obviously we're, we are not underestimating the Warriors. You know, it's the last game. Sounds like you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if it's that easy to score two it. tries, why are you fighting? to get hey? in the age hey, hey, Come on, he's got a dog yeah. in this fight. He's, uh, yeah. he's, he's, he's yeah. a big Sharks man, by the way. Yeah, well, right. but, I'm going quiet over here. I'm going but quiet. you yeah. have shown typical uh, qualities of front rower where yeah. scant regard yeah. for the kicker, right? So if you go out and kick the yeah. field goal early, then perhaps Jamal's yeah. only got to kick one from two. But then you just come out and say, yeah, oh, don't worry about true. the field goal. He's got to get two converted tries. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's true. You look at old, you know, look at um, you know Uncle Wayne Bennett. You know, it's, no matter where you are on the field, if you take, get those chances to take the two points, you take those two points. So you know, it's going to be one of those games, I suppose. But try not to think about only two tries. But I suppose there could be, there will be times in the game that we go, okay, well, you know, we need to settle it down here, and we'll take the two points, or no, we're going to go for a try. So. Yeah, obviously there'll be um, you know, some pretty big decisions tomorrow. Hopefully we just beat them by 40 and there's no decisions <laughs> at all to make. We just win and we win comfortably. So, Jared, you've the got goal. the – Jared, it's Andy here, by the way. How are you, mate? Hello, legend. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, brother. Uh, mate, you've got the weight of Queensland on your shoulders yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. You've got to do us proud. <laughs> Ex-Origin exactly. player, I'm backing you all the way. And a meat pie. Scored a couple this year. How many, how many meat pies have you got this year? Mate, I'm not really sure. I haven't oh, kept too, too much count, count, but just six. six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really sure. Six. Six, six. No, yeah. just six. Yeah, yeah. Too, too many. No, it is, mate. Obviously, we'd love to be the you know a Queensland side in the finals, and um, yeah, obviously you get to represent Queensland and, and the Gold Coast. Like, it, it was crazy to hear this morning. You know, Donny's been playing for ten years, wow. and he's been in one final situation. And he was actually injured and he missed out. So, uh -huh. like, these opportunities don't come along very often. 
you know, and there's going to be guys that may never play finals, you know, throughout their whole career. And, you know, we need to take these opportunities. You know, it's been a, it's been a while since I've played finals since I left the Bronx. So, you know, we need to make sure we're, uh, um, we're ready to go and, and we just play our best football. Don't worry about anything else. Play our best football and I think that'll be enough. Hey, Jared, take us into the inner sanctum and maybe the, uh, you know, the WhatsApp group and the tents, the anxiety, those sorts of things. When you're watching the game uh, with Melbourne taking on the Sharks, you've never been a bigger Storm yeah. supporter in your life. Uh, Connor Tracy scores a late try every point like you're death riding every goal kick what was it like watching that game mate it was it was intense both games I watched every minute of the game I actually did a radio interview midway through the game last night and the boys said they could hear it physically in my chat that I wasn't really you know taking uh, taking notice of them because I was too busy watching Pappenhausen score his third try (laughs) so it it was it was very intense and the, the WhatsApp was absolutely buzzing at the end even today at training you know the the uh the, the feel around the club there's a real spring in our step you know we we get that opportunity to you know put it in our control now we've had two results that wasn't in our control go our way and now it's in our control and we just play footy and you know get to do what we love and hopefully play finals next week and that's the that's the plan well mate um you know, I mean this sincerely. Good luck. Uh, no, not no, really. you don't. No, I think the, the Titans and the Sharks are probably where they should be. I think we, we've probably had really similar seasons. And um, yeah. there's probably three wins that you guys can see you should have gotten, three or four that, you know, same with us. Um, yeah. But I just want to say watch out for that. That boy with the beautiful eyes, Reese Walsh. He's very elusive. <laughs> he loves playing rugby league. You know, you don't yeah, second guess him. Um, Fafita, <laughs> David Fafita, enormous man, skillful player. How do you inject yeah. him more into your game today? Yeah, obviously, like you know, the more times the ball gets in Davy's hands, the better for us. But you know, obviously, we've got to be smarter. All There's right. probably been times over the last few weeks where. We've given him the ball and just said, yeah, do your best, Davey, and it hasn't been real smart. But, you know, obviously he'll be coming off the bench like he has been the last few weeks and being that real aggressive punch on that edge. And, um, you know, we, we've seen it be, you know, damaging time and time again. So fingers crossed that happens for us again tomorrow. And, you know, like he's he's looking fit and, and raring to go for, for finals. He was super excited to, to, to play, um, you know, to tomorrow. So we just need to get the ball in his hands as much as we can. So... Mate, just speaking of that, Jolly was touching on it before. Uh, what's the vibe been like up in Queensland there with so much more football, especially at Seabus yeah. Super Stadium there? Yeah. Mate, it's been unreal, actually. It's been unreal. Like, even, uh, you know, even obviously being our home field, you know, you would think, um, you know, the crowds wouldn't be, you know, as big week in, week out, having, you know, opposite teams playing against each other. But the crowds have been fantastic. You know, the, the, the fans and, you know, Queenslanders just love football. It doesn't yeah. matter where it is, but, you know, you play at Suncorp, you play at Seabus, you play in Townsville, or even, you know, you see the turnout in Redcliffe. Yeah, Mate, yeah. they just love it. They love turning up. They love watching the footy. So it's been absolutely fantastic. And it's been so good that we've got the full year out. And um, yeah, with no lockdowns or shutdowns, so it's been uh, it's been really good. I'm just looking at the hubs here. Uh, you'll be pleased with this, Jared, because uh, the Warriors are not staying in the same hub as the Sharks. You can imagine Josh Hanna turning up for the team meeting. <laughs> right, oh boys, this is how we beat the Titans. Right, <laughs> so he's not going to have any say in that. But uh, mate, it's a massive, massive uh, game. Just on Anthony Don, what a career! He will retire uh, with the most ever tries as a Gold Coast Titan. 
I imagine now that he, he probably, I mean, you can't give the team away, but I imagine now that uh, with, with you guys being in the mix, it probably doesn't help Anthony getting a start. And if that's not the, to be the case, uh, Jared, what a career that he's had. Yeah, he's been fantastic. You know, ever since I seen, you know, I got here in 2017, he's always been, you know, one of those guys you just loved playing with and, you know, loved watching, you know, some of the finishes on his tries have just been you know, unbelievable. And I actually asked him during the week, you know, what was his favourite try? And it wasn't even one of those crazy, you know, dived up in the air, backflipped over the fullback and landed on his feet and put the ball down. It was it was one where he kind of in and away and burnt, you know, Anthony Minicello. You know, that's the type of bloke he was. It was just that he got to burn one of his idols that he grew watching, you know, watching football. It was, you know, and it was just, he's just a really down-to-earth humble guy. And, um, he will be missed, but obviously he's still around the club as much as he can, um, you know, with the juniors and, um, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, probably come down and heckle us when we're running pre-season laps and laughing and with a, with a beer in his hand probably. But, no, it'll be uh, it'll be really good to still get him down there, but he will be missed. Hey, Jared, I've got to get out of trouble. Hopefully you don't need this. Hopefully you don't need this. And, yeah. and Brendan told me not to share this with you. Oh, yeah. But if there's, th- if there's 30 seconds to go and you lead by six and you need a converted yep. try in 30 seconds, you've got the kick yep. reception, right? This is what you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you send the half back up towards the 20 metre line off the kick reception, the full back's up, yep. the wingers up, yep. and just latch onto the 20-40. You get yourself straight down there. 20-40. The 20-40 off, off the kickoff. Off the kickoff, 20 Has there been one? Has there been one this year? I no. haven't seen a twenty no, forty. There's been forty twenties. Yeah, I don't think there's many twenty forties. I reckon that's going to confuse all of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm worried here. I feel complicit. No, I feel like so... we've gotten in Jared's head. Yeah. Thirty minutes to go. He's going thirty to be like seconds rain. to go. Yeah, he's don't get don't get caught staring into Reese Walsh's so eyes. Not only, mate. That's all I'm saying. So those beautiful eyes. So not only am I kicking a twenty forty, I'm yeah. kicking a field goal from forty. <laughs> yes, and I'm going to win the game. I'm yes. going to win the game. Either and try way. not so to look at Reese Walsh. No, so what? What I would do, just and, so we don't, don't confuse people, yeah. is that you say yeah. to confuse him, Jamal. You say, mate, mate I'll catch the kickoff, right? Because I want to, yeah, and you yeah. pretend you're going to take it straight up. But what you actually do is yeah. you waltz up to the twenty meter line, and then you just latch onto the biggest kick of your life because winger yeah. and fullbacks are up. You get the twenty forty, the first in history forever. You'll be known in trivia questions for being the person who did the one and only stupid twenty forty, yeah. and then your yeah. team goes on to win the game. Superstar on Cabell look, Avenue you, in Saturday the, night. Exactly, I'll be shaking hands and kissing babies down Cabell. That's for sure. But it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard because no. I think it was twenty seventeen Ipswich Jets. Benny Hennett come off the kickoff, chip and chased, and regathered. Because you know what the Walker boys football yeah. was like. Yeah. It was, you know, anything like that. So Benny Hennett did the same thing and it worked for him. Yep. So maybe it maybe it could happen. It it's could happen. It's not the craziest yeah. thing I've heard. No Is further he... questions, Your Honor. <laughs> Jumped out of a helicopter this week, Benny Hennett. Did he? Yeah. The polar yeah. bear. Yeah, yeah. Jared, don't listen to him. They're just trying to confuse you. Just play your best footy. Been playing some of the best footy I've seen all yeah, you have actually. Jared. I was surprised that he actually didn't get an origin jersey. Disappointed one might nah. even say. Yes. Yeah. I'm still waiting for one, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, uh, you don't get to play too many finals. Destiny is in your own hands. So uh, go and get it done. Go and get it done, mate, and uh, nah. take the Titans to the finals. 
No, I appreciate it, boys. Uh, it should be good. You know, I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully next week we're talking again going into the, the finals week one. So it'll be good. Yeah, Thanks, you boys. could be on your way to take it on the Roosters. Perhaps that's the way it's shaping up. But anyway, Jared Wallace, he's been great all year, and he often scores after he comes on this program. So uh, wishing the big fella all the best uh, tomorrow. So uh, it's a big, big game coming up. Crunch time. Thanks to Izuzu and Red Rooster. Plenty more still to come. What we're going to talk about coming up a little bit later on as well is the Tigers taking on the Bulldogs, right? Well, which, really, I mean, what is the motive to go to that game? Well, we'll have some motives. Why don't we come up with some new rules? I know, I know, we're only, you guys hate the rule changes, and we have had enough rule changes, but for this game here, this is a bludger. Yeah. So I want our listeners to say, righto, what could you do? Should the try scorer kick goals? Should, yeah. Whatever it is, send us through your wacky ideas. It's not going to happen, I but it's a good fun one. hypothetical. I've got one. No ref. Oh, no. Great idea. No ref. Great idea. Yeah. Just, just the old bunker? gentleman's agreement. No yeah. bunker. No, no bunker. Ref. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just like, you know, when that's a fault. Come on, mate. Yeah, you call it. Yeah. You know, get rid of them all yeah. together. Yep. Yes. And ma- imagine Trent Barrett maybe do it. Yeah. yeah. Honesty system. Yep. Yeah. From the angry man and the handsome man. Yeah. <laughs> you could have power plays. So you might say, yeah. Trent Barrett might put the card up and says, right, yeah. you three are coming off for the Tigers for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, let us know what you do on the text line. 0457 736 736. How do we, as they'd say, polish your turd? The Tigers yeah. take on the Bulldogs. How do we do that for that, that game? Anyway, this is crunch time. I'll break him back with more. Uh, no, Luxy Brooksy has tweeted out. Uh, I like this tweet. Uh, so the crunch time team... Uh, this is SEN 1170, by the way, if you wish to follow this. The Crunch Time team uh, think we can spice up the Bulldogs versus West Tigers. Dead rubber with some wacky rule changes. What wacky rule change would you like to implement for one game only? Boys, I can't be more sure about this. There'll be somebody who tweets back, just leave the rules alone. <laughs> Stop changing the rules. There'll be somebody who says that. So before yeah. you do that, just to let you know, we don't have the power to uh, put this action into place. Yes. So hypothetical uh, exercise. Um, that we should, probably should put into place, though, yes. shouldn't we? Yeah. Um, I, my my suggestion was no refs. I've always wanted to see rugby yeah. league. People saying let's get it back to one ref. I'm saying let's get it back to no ref. Adam Dewey throws a forward pass. He goes, do you know what? That was forward. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Bulldogs boys. There you go. Yeah. W- which halfback have they got playing this weekend? The Bulldogs is the young Flanagan. Flanagan, I think. Distressed yep. Flanagan will be playing. I love that hooker. What's the hooker's name? Jeremy Marshall King. Street. King Jones. Yeah. <laughs> love him. Player of the future. Andy. Yeah. Thoughts? I think the last 15 minutes, no forwards. Oh. Oh. No forwards. So yeah. so they get 65 minutes yeah. going hell for leather. Of the pig, and they'll be excited because. Then it turns you know, into sevens. And then it turns into sevens. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, oh, do you take a player off every 10 minutes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's start with drop off. Drop off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So start with seventeen down to sixteen. Oh, start with seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. So no subs. Jeez, I've confused myself. <laughs> yeah. I like where you, the drop where off. I like that. What about? Oh, players on field. Yeah, thirteen players on field. Yeah. Ten, twelve players on field. Every every five minutes, you take a player off. What about when you score? You have to be the kicker. Right. Oh yeah. That's oh, big, great so, idea. So big, big um, uh, twile scores. Twile. Right? Yeah. Hasn't yeah. scored a trial year. He now has to kick it. Yeah, that's good. And he might see a nice toe punt again. Yeah, toe punt. Yeah. I... One of the kicks must be toe punt. I think all kicks toe punt. All, all, <laughs> all kicks toe punt <laughs> by the scorer. Yes. Uh, is good. What about Madge and Trent coaching from the field with mics on? Blue shirts. Like behind the up. play, yeah. kind yeah. of Alfie Langer style. Yes. Yeah. You know, following around with a couple of Gatorades and some smelling salts. Yes. And then we can just continue Tiger Town. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> with Madge either weeping or abusing his players. And then they have to act as the touch. Yeah. Judges when 
the kicking goals. Yeah, it, I mean, every, fl- every flag up, flag down, nearly every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? We got a fan, fan, uh, fan participation for five minutes. Oh. Just bring a fan on. Always oh. love that. Yeah, yeah. Just give him a run. Yeah. So what you'd Off have the is bench fan. So yeah. You, what, club member. Yes. Club member. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have you'd have like a uh, ground controller going around the rounds, and if somebody's just serving up deluxe, yeah, spraying yeah. the players, they go, right, oh, chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You bloody useless twal. Yeah, All right, yeah. Brett, you're on. You're Mark yeah. Twal. <laughs> <laughs> Let That's us know. Good. Let us know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six from the Oatley Magpie. Could the NRL change the game Sunday for Gold Coast versus Warriors? Be switched to the four pm game on free TV. Not a bad. And game. Dogs versus um, West Tigers to the earlier game. Surely the TV ratings would be higher. We'll get that done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I um I quite like that as well, but I, I don't think it'll happen. But I absolutely like that. Uh, Buzz from Ramwick writes, uh, "No ref is a good idea. We go back to two refs, the two coaches ref the game. Uh, that's the way to do that. Uh, this one here, no name. Anyone that misses a tackle has to scull a stubby. <laughs> go to the sideline and scull a stubby. And get back on. Drink uh, responsibly, of course. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's just mop up the Roosters uh, versus the Raiders, boys. Keep keep those nominations coming yeah, through. Yeah, do. 0457736736. Adam Kieran, he scores a hat trick. Yeah. Um, he hit the post scoring a try, the third one. And as Brooksy pointed out, back in the day, the goalpost boys were pretty much wrapped with a bit of paper. That was the padding. Mm. But these days, you've got the giant uh, Canberra milk. Mm. So you couldn't hurt yourself if you tried on the, on the goalpost. And that probably saves Adam Career from really hurting himself. Uh, he was playing the Raiders uh, with the big, big milk carton-shaped padding. So that 1987, Mal Meninga broke his arm in 87 against Manly yeah. mm. by hitting the post. So 2002, James Evans tore knee ligaments hitting a post. 2004, Darren Lockyer in a test match versus New Zealand. Kevin Locke, remember this one, he hit his hip at Mount Smart Stadium in 2010. So Adam Kieran, very lucky uh, with that. Jeez, they, uh, they're kind of... The Melbourne Storm have kind of been that magic pudding of a side, haven't they? You take a bite out of them and then you turn around and it's, you know, it's full again. Yeah. And you don't know how they've done it, but they just <laughs> seem to have three of, of every piece of pie. Um, what are you laughing at over there? The analogy is amazing. Sorry. I think Kevin, no, it's great. Do you know what? It was yeah. Kevin Walters was using the pie. Yeah, he no, was. was it the cake? Yeah. The cake. Oh, the yeah. Quarter of a cake. The, the Roosters have turned, into, turned out to have their own brand of East Sydney pie. Don't they? Probably a gluten-free, oh, yes. um, vegan pie. Definitely. Where these guys is, are just turning <laughs> up yeah. every week. Manu's gone. This guy's come in, scored three tries, and mm-hmm. they've got some bloody depth. And hats off to Trent and James Tedesco. He, he's not taking a week off, is he? He's just playing another position every week. He's just marching through. Bulldogs versus the Tigers. Uh, this one says, uh, uh, with the conversions, if you hit the post, you get three points. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, extra So if you need incentive. points, just aim for that post. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. Uh, Who every... hit it three, point, three times last week? Who did that? Oh, so you get nine points for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone hit it three times last week. I'll find out who that Lomax. Yeah. Oh, Lomax. Yeah, Lomax. Lomax hit it three oh, times. Oh, th- the three posts. That's, the one. No, that's That's nine points altogether. Right. Every player has to have one hand tied behind their back. 0457736736 is the way to do that. Drew Hutchison, he was man of the match. He was unbelievable. He was yeah. unbelievable. How much time has he got yeah. with the ball when he kicks it? He just seems to go, hang on, everyone, watch <laughs> this. Just takes a couple of seconds and these beautiful – he's a young fellow, isn't he? He was, yeah. 
No, he is, sorry. He, he is. still is. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's us getting up. Yeah. <laughs> we were. They're getting young. But Hutchinson, and he had to get a new throat or something this year. Like, he was in real danger, wasn't yeah. he? Oh, absolutely. It was it ribs? Rib. The ribs, yeah. yeah. Dylan Brown got who him. Was, who was the throat guy with the roosters? Uh, who's copped the knock this week? Uh, uh, Fafita. Fafita no. had the bad knock on the throat. Was that? Andrew Fafita. Oh, Hutchinson. No, no, Lucky we're not on live radio. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. That'd be a nightmare. Clean this up later. <laughs> uh, Angus Crichton back. He was brilliant again. As for the Raiders, uh, gee, they're finding it very, very hard uh, to complete a full game. 41% possession, 16 errors, 10 of those in the second half. It ends a very, very disappointing season. That means now they have missed finals in five of their last eight seasons uh, with Ricky Stewart at the helm, he'll be very, very disappointed with the way it ended, Ricky, because they were well and truly being picked by many to feature, at least in the top four. Here's what Ricky Stewart had to say after the game. We started so well. We, we, we were flying through the middle there, and every time we got up there, and we created an opportunity. We scored a try. had two opportunities we dropped. It could have been three tries. And, that, and I'm not being disrespectful to the Roosters, you know. Um, they've had a tough year and done a really good job getting to where they are, but... We can't beat that team out there tonight. We're only wasting another week being up here. As a game to see the families, because I mean, I mean, um, um, we couldn't beat that team like Cross. I think we're waiting for another week to get beaten. Yeah, well, he makes he's he's called it as it is. I mean, if he can't beat the Roosters so under strength. You're just hanging around for another week. You may as well go back to your family. So I, I can totally understand what he's saying there, Ricky. But I'll tell you what, I, I pray for those uh, training at the Raiders next year in the off-season. It is going to be a brutal, brutal off-season, don't you think? Yeah, I think maybe it's Ricky that needs um, some work on the off-season. I just think he's got this one way of coaching that's just this my way or the highway. And he, I don't think he's able to pivot when they're not going well. And you just hear him there and... Like, the Roosters are a bloody good side. Angus Crichton was playing last night. James Tedesco was playing last night. They're, they're a good team. Like, I, you, you see other coaches, and they've always got respect for the other team. And I don't know. I, I, I think it'll be hard now to get new big-name players into Canberra. They had a hot little window. They made the grand final a couple of years ago, and they were attracting players. They've got Jack Whiten's pretty much the only real star there. How are they going to get more stars down there? Um I think Ricky's got to come up with something new, start playing a different um, song on the guitar. Yeah, well, that, that may be the case. So more audio came out of this as well. Let's have a listen. Rick, thanks for joining us, mate. Bit of a tough game tonight. Yeah, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, no, no, good. Um, you know, that's we're a top eight side, not a bottom eight side. And, um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's not good. We we didn't play good enough, and if we didn't, yeah, lose tonight, we would have lost next week. You can't dish that stuff up this time of the year. So, yeah. What do, what do you think the major problem was tonight? Oh, look, I can't blame our defence when we've got 40 points put on us. So I can't really blame our defence. But, um, yeah, just sort of errors. Um, I mean, I'd pick that same 17 men. And um, what beats beneath that green jumper? All those 17 men, I would back next week. But, um, yeah, just, yeah, no, good. Not right. good enough. Right. Do you reckon it was the attack? Or was it a combination of the attack and the defence? Generally, both the attack and the defence were poor. Poor. And who's to blame for that, do you reckon? Oh, look, um, you know, I take, you know, full responsibility as a coach for the playing group and, you know, I say it's playing group. Yeah. The playing group's fault tonight? Oh, it's a combination of the fact that we lost our halfback this year. Yeah. Yeah, right. So George Williams, your halfback, sort of left and, and, and that was due to a, what, do you reckon? 
Oh, I don't know. It was a personal um, thing that affected us a lot, but, you know, these things happen, and, and as well as COVID and a lot of travel. Yeah, right. So, But a lot of teams had a lot of travel this year. Yeah, but we're not as used to the weather in Queensland because we come from yeah. a colder place. Right. You've got <laughs> Melbourne and the Warriors, though. They, Warriors have been in Terrigal for about 10 years now. <laughs> so they're used to it. Yeah, and Melbourne, um, well. It's very cold there. Yeah. But yeah. Melbourne, Melbourne's Melbourne. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. So a lot of travel for you and the team. And, and, the and then there's the... Y2K, there's yeah. Bowler. There's a bunch <laughs> of stuff that impacts on our group um, that's made it a tough season. That I, and stuff that you won't understand because you don't play the game. Right. <laughs> so attack, defense, and... A bowler. And, and a bowler and Y2K. Y2K. Yeah. And, uh, so George a, Williams. As a fan, do you think maybe it'd be fair to maybe be pointing some fingers at yourself, Rick? Or In what way, mate? Anything else to add, mate? Uh, yeah, look, um, get vaccinated. Thanks for your time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Brandon playing Ricky in the biopic. I don't know what I, you're talking about, but uh, it's great to hear. <laughs> it's great. Finally a role I'm too tall for. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's just great to hear the inside of what really is in there. It's complicated for Ricky, isn't it? There's a lot going on. Mm. It's, it's been a long season for the Raiders, and I'll be pleased. You know their number one thing? is that I still think about the Roosters boys where Cooper Cronk, no one had a clue on this planet if he was playing in that grand final. Mm. And, and that is how you can keep that a secret yeah. to me is unbelievable. But yeah. it just seemed in 2021, every single moving moment for the Raiders was getting leaked out. We we, we read the whole... They had their own Tiger Town, but we had it by book. Yeah. We were reading about it every week, weren't yeah. we? The, the Canberra Raiders. The Raiders Gazette. That, that, that's the one, number one thing they need to tidy up is that, you know, whatever happens in these walls is what stays in these bloody walls. And you wouldn't think they, you wouldn't think it'd be that exciting stuff coming out of Cam- Canberra as well. But it's like <laughs> yeah. suddenly Canberra's the gossip capital of the rugby <laughs> league. You know, it's weird, but they definitely have to galvanise and you know I'm not a Twitter guy I think it's a you know a weird place for vitriol but you know the fact that so much stuff's being played out on Twitter yeah. Yeah. in a club you just know it's not healthy in the fabric of the place if that's where people are marching on to to have their say about what happens you, know, yeah, or, it's, or, or uh, you, don't, you don't see that with the storm it's a real um, fork in the road isn't it yeah. for the Raiders next year to see where they're, where mm. they're really at you can have these anomalies where you have a bad season and but uh, next year, they've just got to find something. And, you know, no George Williams. What are they, how do they sort of mop that up? Uh, they've got to pick somebody up. There was talk during the year. But this is another thing. There was talk during the year that Mitchell maybe well, 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 Luke Brooks. Yeah. But the point of the matter is that both those, you know, stories, Mitchell Pearce and Luke Brooks, we've heard about. Yeah. If I was dealing with the Raiders, yeah. I'd be saying, look, um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen. But if, if I read about it before anything's done, I'm not coming because... That's not the type of environment you want to be in. Great time to be a halfback. Oh, great time. Jeez, you can get paid. Can't you what? Can't you? But even being a six out of ten halfback, you can put your hand up and go, Where do we want to where do we want to live, love? Well your yeah. man Chad's got about eight hundred up at up at the Cowboys. That's seven fifty a year for old Chad, isn't oh. it? I mean look That's three quarters money. of a million dollars. That's Chad, massive money. Great money. Chad's rock solid. You know, you know what you're gonna get. And maybe, you know, I, I rate Todd Payton as a coach. Mm. I think he's clever. Um, I don't think he's had a great year with the Cowboys, but I think that'll change. I think he's a really clever coach. He must have a reason for why he's got Chad Downsick because he must have watched him play. Mm-hmm. So he must be able to see, I can get Chad to do that and then this will happen. I, I, I'm going to back him on it. Um, but, yeah, jeez, strife.
There's an article in The Australian talking about the potential of Josh Hodgson and Jared Croker as people that they could get rid of for 2022. And they're actually looking at Dylan Brown to partner Jack Whiten. So Ooh. like you, and Ash Taylor was a name yeah. that was brought up as well because he's obviously yeah. on the outer at the Titans in terms of coming off contract. They've got Sexton, they've got Jaden Campbell, AJ Brimson, Jamal Fogarty already there. So yeah, some big names, Jared Croker. Yeah, but I, with, with all respect to Dylan Brown, I, I don't think Dylan Brown's turning around the Canberra Raiders. Dylan Brown, no. I think, had like two try assists for the year. Yeah, he hasn't had the best year. And he's, how are we reading about that? that that's Again, the other thing. How yeah. are we reading about that today? It's on Ricky's block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I, I love that new halfback Sexton for the for the Titans. I think he's the future. But yeah. who's going to go down and, and live in Canberra? You got they've got they're going to have to find a number seven, and and they just seem to when in doubt they seem to go. Brooks or Pierce, maybe. Yeah. You know, they seem to be these two floating halfbacks that anyone could take. Dylan Brown's skill set is enormous. He's come to rugby league late in his career. He's so talented. Yeah. He's a superstar of the future. Mm. But whether he can be the little general oh, that see, comes in know. and runs I, operations. You I, don't think he's no, – you don't I, rate him. No, what happens is – and I've seen this so many times in rugby league, right? Players look the part. They just look the part, and, and coaches fall in love with it, right? Yeah. Because they're flashy, and, and they look like they're doing things effortlessly, and they just look the part. Yeah. And fans and coaches fall in love with it. But for me, I look at productivity, right? And the numbers there, and this is not dissing Dylan Brown. This is just calling it out for what it is. The numbers there, and I'd be surprised if they're any better than a Hutchison or, or any better than a, an Adam Clune or, a, mm. you know, and, and those players aren't being highly touted because they're not sexy-looking players and the way they mm. move on the field. And I've seen it so often in in rugby league where, where people just fall in love with the one who just looks the part. But you've got to look at the productivity of a player and he's only early and, and Sky may be the limit. But, but I don't quite see it just yet. So in... What's he played, uh, Dylan Brown? He's probably played close to 50 games, maybe a little bit more. And try assists. In first year, five try assists. In the second year, five try assists. In the third year, two try assists. Mm. Like, they're mediocre numbers. And I know the whole game's not just about try assists. But I I don't pick up what everyone else is putting down around that. It's a KPI for a 5 eighth. Yeah. Try assists, right? Yeah. Yeah. He scored four tries all year. Yeah. Like. And the craziest thing about that is then gone and had a drastic haircut and with a colour. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like right. he's gone and gone completely bleach blonde on the roof yeah. with the haircut, which is something that I'd only be doing if like if you were having a turbo of a year, yeah. you go, Do you know what? I'm the best player in the world. I'm going purple mohawk now. Yeah. Right. And everyone would go, You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You're the best player, in, you know, Dennis Rodman type mm. basketball. Like, you go the big flare hair move mm. when you're rocking the house and yeah. the party's back at mine in the jacuzzi. You know what I mean? But you're not going that with your two try assists, are you? No. You're not bleaching with two try assists. You need at least 20 rebounds a game. You need yeah. at least 20, yeah. 20 not- rebounds a game. But, you know, these players, Joel, you wonder whether Benji Marshall would have been an immortal if he was playing with the South's back line his whole career. That's you wonder point. if. If 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 Milford goes into a storm system, you wonder if a, if a Dylan Brown suddenly gets a, a Ricky coach who's all foundation stuff and can build him up and te- teach him the foundations of rugby league. 
can these blokes with the skill set that have been the best player in their team since they were four, mm. how can they, what do they need to become great players? It's a simple game, rugby league. There's six tackles. You head that direction. You've got to score a try in that little section of grass. Like, mm. is, that, is he one coach, one great preseason, one great mentor away from being a guy that can lead a team around? You know? Yeah, well, he may be. He may be. I just, uh, again, productivity and um, with those types of players as well, those ones who are eye catchers, so to speak, Yeah, you tend to pay more, you know. Yeah. So, so everyone's a good buyer at the right price, right? Yeah. But you tend to pay more for those types of players. So if you're paying for a high ticket, I would question the productivity. Put it this way, if I, and I'm not. I'm not in that uh, realm of being a you know a player agent or a recruitment manager and those sorts of things, but wouldn't be first player on my list just because I know roughly what the price tag would be. Yeah, it was a young, exciting performance from Xavier uh, Savage. Yeah, this yeah. year he was exciting. It'll be was. interesting to see how he goes next year and yeah. see where Jordan Rapiner fits in as well, and if they share that fullback position. Uh, or they slip him into the centres. But just on that, yeah. and, and I don't know, that when you say share that position, I don't know why we don't already see that. It is such a demanding role. If yeah. you think about Formula One, where yeah. they're switching the drivers out or whatever it is, the V8s or whatever it is, switch the drivers out, it's such a big task. I like that in a fullback too. Like if you've got someone like a Rapiner and a Charles Nickel Clockstead, why can't you play half an hour with one and... Half an hour, you yeah. know, 50 minutes for the other one. I, I think it's... Almost like the back three are all fullback wingers yeah. at once. Yeah. Because you're all taking the bombs and you're all taking up those difficult early yeah. carries, aren't you? So That's it's right. like you slip into the centre one, I'll go left for a bit, you come back in. And I think it's because the fullback as a second 5'8 has become a new position and yeah. it's still relatively new. It's been revolutionised by the likes of Tedesco and Turbo where they're going, we're everywhere. And so I think teams are adapting to that. And the fullback with the six again, we're adapting to a new way of playing rugby league that things like that, I think, will then become more normal. A yeah. good example you know. would be Penrith, right? So Stephen Crichton is such a gun, and you get a lot from him from the wing. But yeah, he's not touching the ball enough. But but you don't need Dylan Edwards at 80 minutes at fullback. No. Dylan Edwards does all those things, catches the bombs, brings the ball back. But to have Stephen Crichton for half an hour, or not yeah. even half an hour, when you get past the halfway line, you might say, well, Dylan, you jump out on the wing. You and get out of there. Stephen, you come in and just create some headache. Because I, the centre the center position is is kind of the lo- the loser of rock and roll at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, when we come through Eddinghouse and McGaw for the Sharks, like, just get, give them the ball. That's where the dance happens. Yeah. And these days, the centre can go through and touch the ball two or three times in 80 minutes. How do you get those centres more involved in rugby league with the Crichton issue? The Reptile says he's available for Canberra. I tell you what, the Reptile was on the Zoom last night. And you know groundskeeper Willie in Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you actually don't know he's that fit? Right. Well, well, because it's the spring. Well, spring, he had the singlet on last night. Did he? Oh, mate, he's Warwick Farms. They've got their own postcodes. (laughs) They they? they are just (laughs) these... he could play for the Canberra Raiders, the Reptile. Is anyway, he, is he inked up on them, or are they just nice and clean? A little bit of ink, yeah, yeah. a little bit of ink, yeah. Yep. But just oh, groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. Uh, crunch time, thanks to Red Roosters, new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants, and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX, exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all-new MUX. A so break and back with more. Ah, uh, yes, we are gearing up thanks to the medic, but crunch time thanks to the delicious crunchy. New fried chicken by Red Rooster, available at selected restaurants. The Rooster's Calling and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. I'll tell you who else is calling. one 300 one The Shark Man. G'day, Sharky. 
Hey, man. How are we? How you going, mate? You on the men? You got you, Joey. Who else is there? Nah, we've got uh, Brendan Cowell, Andy Ryan. Um, just ben, three of us, mate. Kelly, how are you, mate? How are you, Sharky? Mate, like all the better for hearing your voice. What's happening on this fine spring Saturday? Oh, I'm just glad I was fiddling. I just want to give a big thank you out to, um, first of all, Jolly Kane. Thank you, Luxie, mate. your radio station. Big life saving for me this week. Put me through the worst week in my life. I feel, um, I feel the boys in about the on. story, uh, uh, have you been in touch with the police yet? I'm seeing him on Monday. Yeah. Um, the story of the boys, you can fill him in off here or whatever you want to do, Joel, it's up to you. Yeah. I don't want to go there again. What I want to do is, you don't really appreciate and understand the hospital system until you've actually been what I've been through the last week and actually understand the doctors are good, but you don't understand how much work these lovely nurses and aides do in the hospital at Wollongong. They were fantastic. But also, people, at the times we're going through now in this lovely country of ours, to all the hospital staff, whatever, unless you've actually been what I've been through the last week, you'll never know the work they'll do. So can you please keep your negative comments to our lovely health workers away? Uh, well said, Sharky, and he, he's absolutely right. You don't often meet a nurse that uh, you don't like, do you? They're very kind-hearted we've people, selfless got, we, people. We've got a nurse coming up in the show just a little bit later. We do. Who actually won Australian Nurse of the Year. Is oh, that right? You've yeah. never shared that with me before. Yeah, Von Cow. Is yeah. that Australian so Nurse I'm, of the I'm Year? I'm right, right with you. I, I grew up with mum. Mum had the bumper sticker on the car, nurses, we can't live without them. Yep. And never a truer statement, Sharky. Well said, mate. And I hope... Um, You've got some Denkarub smelling salt, salts and um, a gin and tonic there to heal you on your way back to life. Yeah, big shout out to all the doctors and nurses at Wollongong Hospital for yeah, looking after Sharky yeah. this week. Absolutely. Uh, speaking about uh, that type of act, I suppose, as far as caring for people and whatnot, it was nice. And this text coming through as well from uh, Danny. He says, uh, hi, Joel and the boys. Great to see the sportsmanship of Tavita Pangai Jr. last night after scoring the try. So different from last uh, Friday week's game. Uh, legal... Disciplined aggression is the key to success, obviously referring to the Latrell Mitchell and Joey Manu situation. But yeah, it was nice. He, he scores a try to Vita Pangai Jr. Shows great care for Keegan Hipgrave. Did you see that, boys? Yeah, yeah, it's excellent. He's a lovely player, Tavita, and uh, I think he'll um, get a nice run into the finals. It's a bit of a gift for Canterbury, isn't it? Just to, to coming down from the Broncos, have a bit of a taste of yeah. what, what's happening oh, yeah. at the Penrith yeah. Panthers and then... Off to the doggies. Yeah, go go into first class for a while, see what that looks like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and come over and, and let us know about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, but I, I, there's, that's one of the most beautiful things about rugby league, isn't it? Smash a bloke yeah. and then say sorry. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We are gearing up for the medic. We are gearing up for this call because uh, the nurse of the year, once upon a time, uh, Yvonne Cowell is on the line. G'day, Yvonne. Good afternoon. How are you, Joel? I'm more concerned for your welfare, actually. You've got a nervous 24 hours in front of you. Indeed, indeed. Um, that 11, 12 points are integral to our success, definitely. That... Um, even though we didn't want to come in the back door, as Hannah said. Yes. <laughs> we're still raring to go. <laughs> that, that Connor Tracy but, try but... might be uh, very, very helpful come Sunday, that late try. Uh, yeah, and, and also good hands. Um, where have I written good hands? Um, Will Kennedy? <laughs> <laughs> Metcalf? Oh, Will Kennedy. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's silky, isn't he, Mum? Yeah, he's terrific. And Aaron Woods and um, Toby Rudolph had wonderful defence in the week before and in last week's game till he went off. But um, I, I was listening to a podcast by Martin Flanagan on sport and he said football is now showing skill and grace. And I think with all these short particular kicks near the goal line and the run up the side, I think the game is adapting really well to change and it's certainly showing skill and grace. Oh, well said, yeah. Bonnie, well said. Yeah, um, that's, I think that's been the theme of today's uh, crunch time, hasn't yeah. it, about yeah. adaptability yeah. in the game. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you have a uh, contender to take out the competition, Mum? Have you got a hunch? Have you got an instinct? Um, for a oh, front I like runner. Nathan Cleary. Yeah. You like Nathan Can Cleary? With Nathan or without Cleary? the moustache, do you prefer him? Hmm. Without. Mm. <laughs> why, why is that? Why specifically without? Well, he's got curly hair that he's mm. sort of shaved at the side. And it's, um, I don't think, he, I think it's for an older man. I okay. just don't think he needs it. That's a good yeah. point. Well, Vonnie, uh, Andy, Andy and Brendan both here are a little bit undecided. You guys are sort of halfway down the pitch with your mo. You both got, you not, you haven't not got a mo, but you haven't actually got a mo. Yeah, I know. We just, we've just got disregard for our aesthetic, yeah. <laughs> you know, in general. So mine's grown out to that after. Would I be after five? You, you might be after eight. Yeah, Shadow. I think I am. Uh, I've got to go on television tomorrow, so I might have to sharpen things up. Right. Um, I'm going on the Matty John show tomorrow purely because they said they'd give me a haircut. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. and so I'm going to do some talking after it, but yeah. I'll do anything to get a haircut. It's yeah. like, we're, you know, go on, I'll, I'll go on The Price is Right to get a massage. It's like, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's, yeah. that's exciting um, for me. Mum, do you think the Titans or do you think the Sharks, will we make the eight? Do we deserve to make the eight, Vonnie Nurse of the Year? Oh, well, that's questionable, mm. um, but I hope so. I hope we get there. But it's, uh, they'll certainly be working at getting more than 11 points early in the game. Can't blame them. be terrific for them. Von, but who- no, I hope the Sharks... I think the Sharks are gritty. I think they're underrated. Right. They certainly look relaxed. And the, 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 um, you were saying the commentary team don't give them enough credit, Mum. Mm. Uh, the week before the Channel 9 game was at the Broncos. It was all Broncos the whole way through. They hardly mentioned the Sharks at all. There's nothing wrong with that, though, Von. I mean, you know, it was played up in Brisbane. Yeah. (laughs) But they weren't from Queensland, were they? They were New South Wales commentators. But um, I just think keep it fair. I know we're sort of um, scratchy sometimes, but we're we're still in there and try hard, and they're very good at defence. So... um, Let's hope they get there. They're a long shot, definitely. Hey, good luck, Vonnie. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds, so I want you to complete this sentence. If you ran into a stranger who had never seen the work of your son, Brendan, and you said, you uh, must watch my son in... Um, oh, what's the one where he was out in the caravan at night? What was the name oh, of no, the Oh, Noise. 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 The cop. One. Yeah, Australian, Australian feature film called Noise, directed by Matt Savile, yeah. um, about a policeman with tinnitus. Have a look at it's it. Amazing it's, film. It's it my is an amazing film. So, so, so how that finished? Thank you very much, Vonnie. We'll chat to you soon. Bye-bye. Go Sharks. <laughs> so how that finished was, you must watch my son in...
What's that one with the caravan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a better title, actually. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll get to this one next week uh, with Vonnie. Uh, who is Mrs. Cow's favourite Cronulla player since inception? So we'll get that. I'll get a working uh, on that this week. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a list. Yeah. yeah, we could get a list. Top five. Or a full team. Ronnie's top five. Ronnie's, Ronnie's 11. Yeah. Ronnie's 13. That's yeah. right. I yeah. like it. That's right. Hey, boys, uh, we're pretty much done. Wow. Thanks for having me on, boys. I've immensely enjoyed myself. Yeah. Thank Good you very much. Too. Andy Ryan, yeah. uh, Brendan Cowell, the A-man here. No looksy Brooks. He's put the show together. Uh, we're just about done. The rugby league coming up, Brooksy, after this, is it? This yes, afternoon. it is. Yep. So we're looking forward to the call of that. The first of three games. It is uh, Broncos take of the night. So Mark Braybrook has the call. Sats and Badge will have that as well. And then the attention turns to the Seagulls take on the Cowboys. If the Seagulls win this, I- I've got to tell you, I don't think it's a gimme putt. I don't think so nah. either. No. Nah. I don't think any win. team's lying down this no. week. The Warriors aren't in New Zealand yet. The Cowboys will want to show something. Yep. Good this is the footy. biggest game as far as most at stake because... To be in the top four or not to be, it is. Yeah, that, that is, is the, the question. question. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the question. Uh, there you go. So stay with us right here on SEM. We have got the Broncos and the Knights coming up. Mark Braybrook, uh, Scotty Sattler and the great Gary Belcher. Uh, stay with us right here. Thank you, Andy. Thank, Thank you, you, Brennan. Pleasure. Amen and Brooksy. We'll catch you next time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.